I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to episode 120 of the Simply Convivial podcast. Welcome to the Simply Convivial podcast. I'm here to help you beat the boom and bust cycle by organizing your attitude so you can organize your life. Simply Convivial keeps you on track with the ABCs of homemaking. We align our attitudes, build better habits, and carry out our calling. So, convivial, what is it? Convivial comes from the Latin roots con and vivere, so it means to live with. It's an adjective describing an atmosphere that is friendly, welcoming, and festive. And that's what we want as homemakers, isn't it? A home that is simply convivial. January's podcasts are going to be all about so-called self-care. Now, self-care in medical terms refers to your ability to do basic things like brush your own teeth and use the bathroom by yourself. That's not usually what the magazines and the Pinterest articles are talking about when they tell you that you need self-care. In fact, a CNN article about trends for 2020 outright said that self-care on social media obviously means luxuriating. You do not need to treat yourself or indulge in luxuries to be happy with your life. Let's get a grip and a game face on and find not only contentment, but also joy in our real life home duties. Stay tuned this month on the podcast for more on getting real with self-care. Plus, stay tuned to the end of this episode to learn about a free workshop on setting goals for 2020. No sign-up required. But for now, this episode is an audio blog recording of a post called, It Takes Work to Rest. So let's dig in to this month-long focus on self-care. It takes work to rest. I remember being so weary, so tired. There was so much to do. So much to do, in fact, that it seemed a monumental task just to decide what to do. My fatigue was compounded by the fact that most of my so much to do was made of small, menial, basic tasks. There were dishes in the sink, crumbs on the floor, laundry everywhere. There were meals to make, which would mean more kitchen cleanup and more dishes, not to mention the decision of what to make and then the making. Sprinkled throughout the ho-hum hill of tasks were dirty diapers, needy hands, feet that made haste to empty every reachable surface. There was clearly no hope of a finish line, even if I got up and got busy. So why bother? It's a good thing that this was before Instagram or Facebook, at least in my life. As it was, I only draped myself limply across the couch and read books. And that was not rest. That was sloth. I did not feel better after an afternoon spent thus. I felt worse. I had neglected my duty and indulged my selfish pettiness in lazy indolence. Eventually, something would motivate me. 
often my husband's imminent arrival home from work. I'd let rip with a frenzied tidying and suddenly have a dinner inspiration. Working under pressure seemed to galvanize my resolve and spark my energy. Somehow, I felt better in this mode, and because I had already slandered and disrespected the work itself, I attributed it to the adrenaline of working to a deadline and trying to squeeze the most productivity out of the least amount of time. But the truth was that in those moments, I was also doing the work that I was supposed to be doing. I was doing my duty. It was the deadline pressure that got me off the couch, but it was the work that lifted my spirits, even though at the time I did not realize it or acknowledge it. As Elizabeth Elliot said, it is the joy of work well done that enables us to enjoy rest, just as it is the experience of hunger and thirst that make food and drink such pleasures. Picking up the same book and reclining on the same couch after the laundry was put away, after the dishes were done, after the laundry was folded, was a completely different experience. I looked the same. I was doing the same thing. Yet one was rest and one was sloth. The difference was not in the act or the setting, but in the work. Too often the rest that we take does not refresh us. We don't feel rested after taking a break, after doing something fun. Let me suggest ever so gently, as a lesson learned from my own life, the rest won't be rest until the work is tackled with a good will. The rest we want is not actually physical relief. It is a mental and emotional one. So we turn to a novel or a friend or Instagram or chocolate, yet these only submerge the underlying stress, and that's not relief. We should not be surprised when we are not refreshed after simply ignoring our stress. The relief comes in dealing with it. Put the house in order, even just one corner. See some progress. Fulfill some part of our duty. Pray and give God your stress and trust His providence. Pray and repent of mismanagement and sloth or of control and anger. Repentance must then turn to virtue to doing what we ought. It's not that we shouldn't rest until all our work is complete. Most of our work is never completed, never finished. When we're in discouragement mode, we use that as an excuse to never start. Rather, we use our time for the glory of God and do what we can to serve Him by serving our families and our communities. Then we rejoice in the rest He provides. Mealtimes, Sundays, evenings, quiet mornings in prayer or on a walk. The opportunities for rest are there, but we won't see them or enjoy them unless we're digging into our daily work honestly and cheerfully. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial Podcast. Do you have all kinds of personal hopes and dreams and aspirations for 2020? Do you have a goal list as long as your arm? Are you afraid to set goals or think about improving your homemaking skills in 2020 because it's never worked in the past? I've got just the ticket. Go to simplyconvivial.com slash new year and get immediate access to a workshop specifically for busy moms about the why and how 
to set goals for the new year. Smart goals might work for businesses, but they don't work for moms. Come watch the workshop and find out what will work for us in real life. For us as we seek to grow in faithfulness, maturity, and sanctification in our life at home. That's simplyconvivial.com slash new year, all one word, no sign up required. Just pop on over and turn it on while you fold the laundry. Get inspired to dig into your work at home. After all, life is for our sanctification, for God's glory and not our own. So every day, let's repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.